<laughs> okay, <laughs> we're back. We're back. Hello, this is Project Prima 2.0, mm-hmm. the podcast. I'm here with the lovely Sage Humphreys. I'm here with Joy Womack. We are in Bill's abode, which Bill's is... Abode. <laughs> that sounds like a, a made-up place when you it say does. it all together. It's a rather lovely little quiet corner in the Boston Ballet Studios, which we're going to address right now. This podcast is a side project of Sage and I's, and it is no way officially These are not official statements from the Boston Ballet. These are our own personal opinions. personal thoughts, just because we wanted to do this. Yeah, and so we're going to try to stay away from naming names, Mm -hmm. but we also think that it's kind of fun to give you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. And have more time than we would in a YouTube video to discuss certain things that we think may be entertaining to you, or new things that you didn't know yes this is a learning experience for all of us for all of us and on that note sage i thought you had such a great idea about what's our theme today well we're going to do specific themes from now on and i think that a very appropriate theme to start off with would be class the ballet class let's break down the ballet class so sage i heard that you take ballet class every morning (laughs) So does that mean that you're in college? What is it? Well, when I say to some people, I'm going to class, that's a very confusing thing for some people because they're like, class? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You work, but you have to take class. Why do you have to go to bed earlier in order for class? We should really, I mean, but the thing is you can't call it a warm-up, quote-unquote, because it's not really a warm-up. It's not a warm-up. It's a lesson. Yes. It's a lesson that you have to take for the rest of your life. We are students forever and ever and ever. And you never stop being students as a professional ballet dancer. Some, in some companies, they treat you more as a professional. Some companies less so. But I think that it's important to have a student's heart, mm-hmm. to always be trying to learn from yesterday, learn from your mistakes. And that's the way that you're constantly um, improving and mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of great that we have that because I think a lot of different people in their careers they reach a point of stagnation and you know maybe it's good to have something like that every day where you focus on the basics because then you're able to really hone your craft well why don't you talk about just kind of your daily routine just kind of preparing for class oh my god and <laughs> maybe maybe share with people like some differences like in different different places that you've been with different class structures Mm -hmm. and that's interesting i will definitely i'll take on the warm-up because that's kind of like my pet project i feel like it's ever since i decided to become a professional dancer i started to ask my myself the question what can i do to get better and i realized that it's not necessarily what you do in class it's how you prepare for class Mm. and that whole setting yourself up for success thing is so important and vital because I'll never forget I had a teacher in Bolshoi Ballet School his name is Ilya Kuznetsov you can actually go and look up his videos on YouTube he teaches an incredible live class every Saturday now and he wow, said he like films it yeah and I do it I take it every week it's so good That's highly so cool. recommend so cool and he's not going to do them with English subtitles so shout out to Ilya he's amazing uh He said that you are not going to learn anything in the class if you come to the bar not already sweaty. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be warm and ready to show up because if you're spending half the bar warming up, you're not getting 
in essence, what the bar is doing, which is building your foundation. Well, it's interesting you say that because our director, he talks about the first two combinations that you do in every ballet class are plies and tendus. And if you're not ready to do plies or tendus, that is also the foundation for everything else that you will do later Amen. in your day. So if you miss that, then you essentially skipped the most... It's like not eating breakfast. Like if you don't, if you don't get those first two combinations in and the benefits from them, then you've just missed a very essential part of your day. I think <clears throat> that what you're saying is correct, but I want to go a little bit deeper and I want to talk to you why those two combinations are so important. <clears throat> I can look at a dancer and just by the way that they do plies and tendus, see, I can tell you how they're going to do the center. Mm. And it's all about where and how your weight distributing mm. and how you're you can see the music inside of somebody's muscles if they're working correctly and in an anatomically correct alignment. Mm -hmm. And in order to get to that anatomically correct alignment, you have to get rid of asymmetries that happen because mm -hmm. of shortened muscles or tightness or fatigue. So it's and most of us aren't born symmetrical. Yeah. So we're not Svetlana Zaharva. And even <laughs> Svetlana Zaharva has to do a little stretchy stretch before class. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important to address the fact that pain is tightness in some sort mm -hmm. so what my first thing that i do when i come to the studio is, is i think it's really important to get blood flowing so a little bit of cardio action just to get the blood flowing to like gently wake up is so important mm -hmm. and then i try to really go internal and just tune into my body and listen to where it's telling me what is tight today mm. and depending on that i have a certain process that I do for example if I'm super tired I'm gonna do things that are more based on my mat if mm. if I feel like my hips really need to open I'm gonna focus on releasing my um, pelvic floor and releasing my lower back if <clears throat> I feel that I'm just kind of all over the place I'm gonna really try to focus on collecting my core finding that center totally. line inner thigh work I'll strap on those master stretch boots and try to find my legs those boots are crazy looking they're uh, amazing you they're so crazy looking I <laughs> I don't even know what they look like because they don't look like anything they're that like exists. moon boots they are but like moon boots. They're amazing. They're developed by a guy named Pino Carbone, and his whole life's mission is to explore and develop warm-up science for ballet dancers specifically. And I've really had the great pleasure of working with him closely for the past six months last year and just listening to his theories and really trying them on for myself and seeing improvement where I had kind of written off the fact that, I, you know, I'll never have perfect turnout. Mm -hmm. But understanding that, Turnout is not just this 180 degrees. It's in the internal rotations of the muscles. Mm -hmm. And that, so it doesn't have to be 180 degrees, but they have to be working in a way that is going to give you that same effect. Mm -hmm. And everyone's body is different. Like your hips might be anatomically, you perfect. know, they, they could be anatomically perfect. It's it's rare, but they, they could be. <laughs> for most of us, for like no. me, my hips point straight forward. So... Yeah in that ball and socket in the joint you know mm -hmm. I really have had to do a lot of work of figuring out where turnout comes from because turnout comes from I think turnout comes from three different places I think it comes from this inner thigh abductor area and um that ball and socket in the hips and then turnout in the calf and then turnout in the foot 
So I would even challenge your thoughts there. What what I, would you add? I would say that Charon actually comes from your thoracic spine and your latissimus dorsi. Taking it a step further. Lift, like trying to lift you up out to make space to be totally. able to access. But you gotta be able to root down into the floor um, and find that connection with the heel of your foot to engage those back chain Thank muscles. Thank you. Thank you that you said heel of the foot because sometimes there's this concept rolling around that get on the ball of the foot, get on the no, ball no, of the no. foot. If you put your weight in the heel of the foot, you can suddenly feel like just this energy like shooting up through your body and that is your that is where all of your center comes from i'm with you because i see the there's this i get the ball of the foot thing like i mean it's for lightness and quick quickness and certain styles and things but i think if we're talking pure placement right now then that is a hundred percent correct i would my argument with the whole ball of the foot is let's look six months down the line after you've been training what's happening to your shins mm-hmm. what's happening to your metatarsals mm-hmm. what is the percentage of stress fractures how is your body compensating where are your f- f- muscles fatiguing mm-hmm. so you're you're not built to wear in, to bear your weight yeah all of it on your on your metatarsals all the mm-hmm. time your your foot is an incredible piece of architecture mm-hmm. it's god is a genius when he came up with the anatomy our bodies culture. are literal miracles they are and so I, I do challenge that um and i know that there are different there are two schools of thoughts and it's really interesting to see kind of sports and dance medicine kind of really wore up on those sides well i did not learn this concept until my injury and until coming out of my injury and when i really had to break everything down because i can talk about class and all of the different ways of of thinking that I that I had about class up until my injury and my injury just broke all of them down because my first studio I remember class wasn't even prioritized it was all about performance Mm. it was all about I mean it was a family studio we were just performing and that was the focus was to get people on stage and that really it developed a love of dancing for me but it it didn't shape my 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 class which is where your technique is Mm -hmm. um really formed and then I had a Russian teacher who was like class is everything but my version of 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 doing what he wanted me to was just being a human optical illusion and trying to make everything look Mm, perfect without understanding where he wanted you to come from exactly just trying to like put on his corrections without understanding why he's squeezing into fifth you are you're just like 180 degree turnout and like we're practicing variations like that as well too because it's all about get into ygp gotta make that scholarship it's it's like a really it's it's a hard um it's a hard cycle to get out of because when you are like competing like that it is very, I would say, like two-dimensional. It's like you just want to look good from that one angle, from the front. And so you're doing all of these things to cheat so that your variation looks a certain way. And then, you know, flash, flash forward like four years down the line and I have all of these all of these things that I'm trying to fix in my body and ways of doing things that I have to recorrect, uh, re-recorrect. But... No, I think it should be legal, honestly. There's so many for-profit schools that don't take care of explaining the foundations to students, and I don't think that you can even start to have a professional career without 
understanding those foundations because when you have that that is the key you're able to build on that and then you're able to have true growth Mm -hmm. which you know you're not going to be so set back every time you have an injury because you understand how to work right but if you don't have that because it's not built in it's like you have to rediscover how to dance every time you come back i felt like a baby like starting i had to start from scratch from even the way that i took breaths in and that's not your fault that's what i that what's what makes me not angry but it it just is a big pet peeve because all of a sudden it's oh the dancer's fault you're the one who didn't work right you're the you're the bad one or when something it, is wrong with your body like you you end up feeling weak you're like oh how could i get injured i you know i must I'm be just so doing, weak no i'm doing everything that i thought i was supposed to do but it was the teacher who didn't explain to you how to work in the correct way but i also think that a lot of teachers don't understand how to work in the correct way well there's no vetting process for that unless, in the states in, in the states here yeah in russia you have to go to school to learn you need to know who, who was someone who was very influential to you in learning how you wanted to like set up your body like who do you think has taught you the most in in that aspect? Ilya Kuznetsov, for sure. Like, I can talk about artis- artistic uh, coaches that have been so incredible with me, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have been able to take their corrections if I didn't have that foundation. Mm-hmm. And he bu- built that foundation and drilled it into me. And to this day, I'm grateful for those crazy, insane classes. <laughs> but he was right mm-hmm. he was right and he explained to me what i needed to do with my feet and now building on what he taught me that started a search in me so mm-hmm. i started to look for different people who were talking in the same vein and that's how i found pino carboni that's how i found this um, new fit guy that's what i think about when i work with some of my power lifters mm-hmm. or um it's really interesting there's you can find people who are completely not related to ballet but take what they know about the body and implement it in the class Mm -hmm. the stronger you are physically and mentally the better you're going to be as a dancer absolutely i had um i had someone who i would consider like my biggest mentor her name's alicia head she runs a studio out of long beach um but she she was my my main kind of coach getting back from this injury and she she really just like broke down all of these walls within myself where I was looking at plies in a completely different way. If you do plies correctly, it's the best workout ever. If you stand in fifth even correctly, it's like a workout in itself. Fifth is not a noun, it's a verb. <laughs> I love that. But she um she also wanted to implement this like emotional spiritual side of class yeah. as well too, which is kind of what you were talking about where like she pointed out to me this is your this is your morning devotion this is your daily meditation this is something that ballet dancers wake up every single day and do it is the first thing in your day and it sets the tone for everything so if you don't have this like very meditative mindset going into how you prepare for class how you do your warm-ups and how you're, you know, moving throughout your class, then you're really not setting yourself up well, like, mentally as for well. performance, for rehearsal. I mean, my, the big switch for me was actually when I got into a company and started to, like, understand that I had a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. And I wasn't in the right, right mental space. I was so external. Hmm. 
And the second you take that focus and that energy that you're expending on, look at me, I need attention, mm-hmm. and you go internal and you start getting analytical, mm-hmm. that's when you start to make progress. I think some of the biggest, like, um, I would say breakthrough moments that I've ever had with my body have been in the, in the quietest moments mm-hmm. where I'm literally just like feeling something in my hips and I'm breathing through something and I feel something just slightly shift. And it's not this big dramatic thing. It's just like, whoa, do you, did you feel that? Or did you see that? Or did you see how you lengthen just a little bit more doing that? Or these little tiny things? Because everyone expects, you know, ballet is so physical. It is so out there. It's so showy. But that, like, those really small inner workings of finding the deep muscles. Because there's all of these big muscles we all know the names of. We know the thigh. We know the calf. You know, we, we, could, we could go on with the with, solace, with, with the, the gastric the, Oh, gosh. <laughs> Here she goes. I've I've started her, (laughs) but we don't we don't often try and access these super deep 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 muscles that we have, and ballet is really one of the only art forms, sports, whatever you want to call it, that we are able to use every single muscle in our body. Like we, if we do it right, we can find all of those deep, just, crazy muscles. I'm sitting here and my expression is not because I'm in disagreement with you. I'm just in a, fresh, in a space of frustration that it's almost like they are sending you on a scavenger hunt to go find your body when they need to teach you that from the beginning. Well, th- <laughs> like I've learned... We can. I'm we grateful can, that you found it, but it's also it's like I get follow it. the yellow brick road. Good luck. I get it. We'll fire like, if you don't. But <laughs> but blaming like I I can't I can't place um, blame on anyone for teaching me anything. You know whether it was incorrectly or not because from every single teacher I've ever had, I have definitely pulled something. something, and there has been like a different thing that everyone has had to offer me and that makes up the whole as a dancer and I would rather not say like you know I wish they would have taught me this from the beginning because I'm glad I kind of discovered it for myself because when I discovered it for myself it was like I fell in love with ballet in a different way because I don't know. Suddenly it was like I unlocked this magic key. And yeah, someone could have given it to me a long, long time ago. But I I just don't like regret the concept yeah. of it in general. Because no, we learn the things that we need to learn at the right pace. I'm, I'm with you in that. I'm just I'm trying to bring it back to the point of like, let's help people get the information that they need so that everybody's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Well, maybe one day when we start our school, we oh, yeah. can. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, my goal is to just... Because you love teaching. I love teaching, but, I mean, my goal is to do a little something different, but I'll definitely... Mm. I'll, I'll teach. Uh, we can talk. We can talk about that. That's another, another, another podcast. Theme. Another podcast. But, like, getting back to our theme today, to just talk about, like, the class. It is incredible because we have such a ritual that sets us apart from bodybuilders from Mm -hmm. athletes we have this thing that we do every day and you need to be warm and ready to do it Mm -hmm. um and you need need to implement cross training to do it you can't just get warm in a ballet class especially here you have to because 
the variety of classes that we get, mm. the styles are so different. Mm-hmm. We go from a balancing class to a Vaganova class to like a whole mix of things to like Bourneville. So your body with the amount of diversity here, like you have to be prepared for everything. Your ankles have to be prepared. Otherwise they will get jammed. They will roll and die. Like your hips have to be prepared before plies because otherwise you're going to strain them. Like my poor back is so crunchy right now. And what time did you get here this morning? Uh, 10, 10. Okay. Two hours before class. 9.45. Yeah. 9.45. And I was still crunchy. But, I mean, I think that I just need to do more work. Don't we all? Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, I, need to do I more. literally was in class today, you know, just thinking, like, I'm a work in progress. That was, like, just going through my mind just today. I was like, I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Like, well, that's a good mantra to have. Because that's so kind to yourself. We have to give ourselves grace because every day is not going to feel great. Like... Some days are is just the class isn't going to feel great. Some days you're going to be, you know, crampy or mm-hmm. bloated or sad or there's going to be some something in your personal life that yeah. just you can't help but bring into the studio and the way that you think about yourself is going to be it, it it's it's so important. So, I think that's interesting cuz I remember a time also when I was, like, thinking more in sentences in the class internally. And and now I'm very much in a space where I'm talking with my feet, where I'm talking with my body. And mm. it's almost like there's this, like, force field around me. I know this we're about to get really weird, but I'm, like, there's, like, a shield. And nobody can penetrate it. And I'm <gasps> very much inside of my body. That. And it's I'm taking the energy from the ground and up. And... I love Nobody that. can enter it. It's my space. Yeah. And, and it's really fun to then let, like, the Holy Spirit and, like, the music, like, mm. come through you. Yep. And Girl. as you're talking to your body, you have this, like, warm, light energy. I know it sounds so weird, but it's, like, it's almost like this glowing light that you're, like, pulling through your body and out and in. And it's, then you're ready at the end. My, uh, it's totally skipping my mind which verse it is, but it literally says your bones will vibrate with health and life and i believe like if you treat bar as almost a form of worship in a way because like our bodies are amazing creations Mm. they are gifts to us the fact that we are able to unlock it is a gift and ballet is the only art form that you're trying to get closer to the heavens like Mm. everything that we do is up well, Everything I'm, is lifted. We're on point. She was trying to get closer to heaven. And I feel like as sometimes, and I'll, I'll get super philosophical with you too, but like sometimes I'm doing port bras and I'm literally like, like I, I feel like I'm taking in a breath and I'm just like trying to breathe mm-hmm. in what, you know, God has for me on this day. And sometimes it's crunchy, well, but that's, sometimes that's it's quite help, beautiful. healthy like, <laughs> headspace to be in. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm not so like global about it. I'm very much like in that moment in that in that because everything is energy and everything is vibration like you have to like make sure that you're going at the right frequency. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's like being in that calm still place of confidence and being very much in this 
present moment, mm-hmm. not rushing to the next or in the past. And that's when I stopped that inner dialogue, when I got into the present, class is the very essence of I am here and now. Can I tell you what I think? Because I'm just so on this kick right now, but I think that breathing really brings you into the present. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just the concept of breathing is such a present thing that you can do it is such a grounding thing why do you think when people have panic attacks and anxiety it's like just breathe like that's Mm. the first thing we say to someone is just breathe just breathe because it 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 brings you back to your present and you know if i go spiritual with it again like god's the breath of life like you stop you take a second you breathe you breathe through things and suddenly you're brought back to the present more centered okay taking us like we we went to a beautiful place Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> now, to end the podcast, we're going to talk to you guys about a few phenomenons in oh. the class. Well, class can get weird sometimes. Class can get super strange, especially if the teacher is on a kick. Um, <laughs> or cracking jokes. You there's know? a lot of chatting happening sometimes. Chatting in class. Comments. I'm sorry. I know that it's bad, but, like, I... It I is live so. For it. I just. I love it. I love I live the for shared, a sh- like a like, a comment <laughs> that's just so perfectly placed, or even an eyebrow. Like, did you get that combo? Mm, no. no. <laughs> just gonna follow. What was it? Nobody. Oh, there's an addition that he did not say. Okay. Oh, we'll just stay up then. All right. So or I feel like I I like talk to myself a lot through class too. Like I'll finish a combination and be like that was interesting yeah (laughs) what was that (laughs) or i'm just like oh i often do this when this is a new thing because i didn't understand that some classes can be so anti-musical i will like talk Ah. myself in (laughs) russian what it is so that i'm like some somewhere in the general neighborhood of the (laughs) musicality (laughs) and i'll be like <laughs> like, like today when in the jete combination I was I had to be like Lisa and one Lisa and two and one two three one two three I had to like sing the melody in my head uh-huh. so that I my muscles would like uh-huh. get the coordination of it. Um, Can I say one thing that makes me feel great about class? What personal style, girl? I just love dressing up for class. Like it's like I don't oh, put a, I don't put a huge amount of time or thought into it. But I find it fun and very freeing. I wish that I was, like, there. I'm not quite there yet. Did you have uniforms, growing, like, in, in class and stuff, though? Um, I did at Kirov Academy in Bali. Then we went to Russia and... No, but we had, like... if we're, when we, we did exams, yeah, we did. Mm. Um, and then we had to all wear, in my first teacher's class, like, de-shanked point shoes on a rake to stay and that's like so hard but it makes your footwork so strong it makes your ankles and it makes your jumps like skyrocket so you treat them like flat shoes but they're really de-shanked point shoes whoa so you work your dummy point and there's this whole idea also in like in the Bolshoi school of like not doing like an over forced um three-quarter point hmm and it makes your calves and your hips stronger because when you're like pushed over that that point your ankle is you're not able to access all of those back chain muscles that's fascinating so try it in a row you think about doing an eleve right like i love that australian ballet does this they do after bar in between center they do 30 like single leg elevates Mm -hmm. and if you do one of those correctly like you shouldn't be rolling like pushing over the ball of your foot your Your weight should be on your second and third toe Mm -hmm. that's the correct anatomical and i'll tell you in a plie try it 
do a plie, lift your big toe. If you can lift your big toe and keep your arch up and then straighten your legs and imagine your back of your calves like kissing each other and feel your center line scooping up into your pelvic floor, mm-hmm. you're going to feel it like a flower opening and that's the correct anatomically correct position for your ankle. There will be no Pinky pronation. toes. Pinky, Pinky toes. toes. Yeah. And calves kissing. Yeah. Lift up your big toe though because if your weight is so much on your big toe that you can't lift it up, you're, you're pronating. Yeah. Okay, we're getting technical. We're going to just end this podcast cuz we're almost at half an hour. Wow. Uh this because we can talk. We could do a we could fun. do a ver- <laughs> we could do a second. Let us know. Send us a voice message if you want us to go on about this. Um weird strange phenomenons, the bar wars. Bar talk wars. about the territorial Oh my gosh. And it's a universal thing. Every company I've been to there's bar like spots. bar spots, etiquette and well, like hierarchy. I mean, for me, I like my bar spot. I just changed this year. Yeah, I was at the same spot for the last three years, and I just changed this year. It's a big deal, and it was it was a big deal for me. I was like new people, like the people that are around you too. While you're taking bar, also important. Important. Need good energy. Mm-hmm. Need like also somebody to work towards. I love to stand next to somebody that I'm like, wow, I love how they take class. Mm-hmm. I want to watch them. <laughs> I always wonder if the people behind me are thinking to themselves, like, wow, this girl really gets the combination, like, on the second side. Like, she does oh, not I'm get a, it I'm on the left first too. side, though. The right is just a little, it's, it's for the soul. Like, whoever's behind me, whenever I'm doing left side, they see me doing it well. But, like, right side, it's like, I'm probably screwing no. up the people behind me. Well, now that I'm in a place, a new place, that wasn't my old place, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I can never see what the teacher is giving, so I do have to use that right side mm. as a learning process. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh Lord. man. It's hard, guys. Okay, like, just this is a PSA. If you are going to somewhere to audition or take a class, ask the people around them if that's that person's spot, because I would not want to be you if you accidentally stand in somebody's spot that's theirs, because it's really sad, but there's a bear in all of us that gets like <laughs> really territorial the passive aggressiveness goes up to like a next level oh gosh but it also is like a tradition and respect thing i think yes too because it's it's like especially for example when i just joined a company my first company i i was still this had that story like young so oh yeah oh fine i'll tell this story i was gonna tell a different one but I didn't know that this spot was a certain principal dancer's spot. And she very gently, but in a way that I'll never forget the rest of my life, she came up to me and she said, I'm going to ask you two questions. She said, what does it take to be a ballerina? And I said, like, working hard. She said, no. She says, you know what it takes? It takes a brain. And she said... Are you doing something right now that shows that you have a brain? Is that a smart idea? And I realized that I was in her spot. And what she was trying to explain to me is be smart, be strategic. You oh know, like gosh. don't make enemies when you don't need to. And that served me the rest of my career. At Kremlin Ballet, I like held on to the piano for two years, even while I was dancing stuff, wow. until a girl retired and I got to have a spot. But wow. and space was very limited there. But it it is the kind of thing of, like, 
you don't shoot yourself in the foot. Mm. But also, like, pick your battles. Pick your battles. Um, but grace. And also ego. It's very much of a, like, okay, it is just a stupid bar spot. Yeah. But there's a lot that is, like, based off of it. Because if you can't see yourself from the side, all of a sudden you go back to seeing yourself from the side and you realize your placement's, like, screwed up. Yeah, I get that. The mirror also, where you're, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror, it definitely has a lot to do with how you set yourself up. But I've... I mean, I'm I'm very guilty of it. I find myself, like, always wanting to check my placement. But I find that I'm a happier version of myself when we go to the theater like I'm there's always, no self-judgment because there's no self-judgment and, and it's just pure internal feeling and I just I just prefer that way of taking class because I know exactly what's happening there goes oh just a we've been listening we've been uh having little snacky snacks uh this podcast yes. and like rehydration because we're in the middle of the day hydration station but okay i will like just comment on what you said because yes like you're going to be in a better mental space and you'll be more ready to perform Mm -hmm. but as a training and like as a class for you it is healthy to look at yourself in the mirror do you need to do it always no there's like pluses and minuses to all of it and we'll like finish out today with kind of saying like when I think of the Bar Wars, I think of Star Wars, and, like, sometimes in my head I have this idea of, like, I don't know, the Force and, like, a lightsaber, like, oh, people, dear gosh. people, like, fighting oh over gosh. their stupid-ass bar spot that they've oh, had for, like, ten years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you just see it, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. There's, All like, the new, the new dancer. Or the Sith. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> And then you see, like, that one principal dancer who's like, no, just don't do it today, Satan. Like, just no. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. This has been delightful. <laughs> we love you guys so much. There's a lot of fun stuff going on in our socials. Yeah. Uh, we started a TikTok, Project Prima's TikTok. We, I've restarted my YouTube vlog. Um, and then we also have our instas mm-hmm. which we post live stories mm-hmm. every day so there's a lot of stuff happening online we would love to hear from you and also you can go and support us on patreon yeah please tell us what you want us to talk about and yeah. things that interest you and share with your friends all right we love you guys much love thanks so much this was so fun yes this was a good one all right we're gonna call it the bar wars i think <laughs> bye no we're not <laughs>